0: Hey guys, it's That One Film Podcast. We're your hosts. It's, I'm Emmanuel Dawit.
1: I'm Zoe Suarez.
0: I'm Jack Bailey. Today, we're going to be talking about two movies, Roma and Children of Men, both directed by Alfonso Cuarón.
1: Okay, so I love both of these movies so very much. Um, Children of Men, here's the like general description. When infertility threatens mankind with extinction, and the last child born has perished, a delusioned bureaucrat, Clive Owen, becomes the unlikely champion in a fight for the survival of Earth's population. He must face down his own demons and protect the planet's last remaining hope from danger.
2: And uh, Roma actually does not have a description at all. Its basic description is just from Academy Award winner Alfonso Cuarón. Director of Gravity and Children of Men, and you know, I think that really sums up the movie because <laughs> mm, it's hard to give a perfect description of Roma. True.
1: Yeah. True. Roma doesn't really have a very distinct like description. You can't really, can't even describe it. Yeah. That's, I mean, on, we, we
2: hope to yeah. later on, but yeah,
1: it's hard to. Um. Okay. So.
0: Uh, let's talk about Men first. Um, what were your initial thoughts, Jack? So this
1: is gonna be interesting.
2: I had no idea what this movie was when I was told that I was going to have to watch it for this podcast. I I've heard I heard of Alfonso Cuarón uh, because of *Gravity*, which I enjoyed watching, but it, I mean it. it, it there was a lot to be desired, a lot left to be desired in Gravity. So, I I mean, to say, I didn't have super high hopes for the movie in general, but I did end up enjoying it uh,
0: for the most part,
2: but not completely.
0: Yeah. Um, This is my first Alfonso Cuaron movie that I've watched. So, I mean, that I watched. um, And the first opening scene, really, like, I knew from that... It's going to be a very, like, interesting movie, exciting movie. And um, I thought that the way that they portrayed it was um, different in a way because they didn't know the problems that we would face, you know, in the future. And so the Infertility being that problem is really interesting because other movies are more um, radiation or more, um, I don't know, like wars and that creates the extension of population but infertility was really different for me and i never even thought about that like one day people i mean women would not be able to produce babies without like having uh miscarriages or not getting pregnant at all and that really like that was pretty interesting to me and um throughout the whole movie i really stuck with it um it kept me captivated for the whole two hours or so However long it was, but I've like only really thought fifteen minutes. An hour 15 minutes to see it. But um yeah, I enjoyed it. It was good. Um yeah, that was my initial thought
1: on it. Okay. So Children of Men is one of my favorite movies, I'd say. And that's heavy because I watch a lot of movies. Um so it is definitely one of my favorite movies of all time. And I really love Alfonso, so maybe I'm biased. I really enjoyed Gravity, even though a lot of pe- critics liked it. A lot of, like, normal audience members didn't like Gravity, but I liked Gravity. Um, and Children of Men just, like, it felt like an Alfonso film, which is, like, a contrast to Roma, which we'll talk about later, but, like, Children of Men feels like a classic Alfonso film. Like, it's some, it feels like something that Alfonso, like, produced. It feels like him. Um and i I love that movie so much I love it mm-hmm. um, yeah, just the shots in it were so well done we'll, we'll like get into it more but i love I love it
2: a lot so uh after watching the movie i I have to say personally i I mean I, I like the movie, but to me it didn't feel the, the ending. Kind of satisfied me because it wasn't completely the ending I was expecting, so it kind of threw me for a loop there. But the movie in general, I enjoyed it, but I don't know something about it. It just didn't hit the right spots with me the whole time. Like it's a good movie, but it's not like one of the greatest movies I've ever seen.
0: Oh really? Um, yeah, it's interesting. I I don't really watch, to be honest, a whole bunch of films. Like I don't really take the time to go through Netflix or Hulu or whatever YouTube and find a movie and just be like, okay, let me waste two hours of my day and just watch this movie. So, um, but for this movie, I really, like, I was glad that I watched it because if I had not watched this until later on, until I heard it from someone else, then I don't think at that time I would be very interested in it. And so this movie was made, like, a while back, right, 2006. So that's, like, 13 years. No, it's not 13 years 15, 15, 16 years ago, almost. So it's been a while. And the way that Alfonso really directed this movie was interesting to me. Um, The camera... um, Jack and I were uh, conversing on this the other day, but we were talking about how um, the cameraman would be running along the main character pretty yeah, much it the, was entire definitely film, like, the entire film the um, entire
1: a lot of the films were like a lot of the scenes were filmed in like one shot yeah. so a lot of like the when they're like running through chaos that's mm-hmm. like all one shot. That's really impressive. It's pretty much just like a cameraman like trailing behind them. And when it's what's really cool is it kind of feels like a video game mm-hmm. because you see like the blood splatter on the camera mm-hmm. and it feels like the blood like got onto you as like a video game tries to portray. So I really enjoyed that aspect of Children of Men. Um,
2: <laughs> I I will say I, I actually I absolutely loved the camera work in Children of Men just because uh I thought it was an interesting idea because you don't see it a, a, a ton in movies, because because your character or the character that you follow is not the character. You feel like you're a character in the movie mm-hmm. because of the camera work.
0: Yes. You feel like
2: you're following the main characters as a person, but you're just you're just an onlooker that you know you you just have to watch. So I really like that part, and I I liked. There's a lot of times where the camera would kind of shake um and i think it w- i'm pretty sure it was intentional
0: yeah i i hope it was uh but it j- it did just make it better definitely was really there was funny. a lot of um action packed scenes in there a lot of uh gunfire and the it's noise it's definitely
1: an action drama movie yeah. but um i thought it was really powerful i also thought it was a really like powerful exploration of like extreme risk scenarios because Mm -hmm. in the most dystopian films there's always like something unbelievable and like they try to like find the way to fix it or whatever Mm -hmm. and they usually just like tie it up in a knot and they don't really come up with a proper solution but in children of men this is such like an uncomprehensible like scenario like we would never Like, imagine a world where people couldn't have children because we're overpopulated. Like, the world is so, there's so many people. And it's such a weird, like, um, scenario because, like, you can't even express the, like, emotions of everyone on that planet because they know that there's a large chance that the population like humans will go extinct.
2: I thought it was really cool how um the youngest people in the movie the if you're the youngest person you're
0: like a huge celebrity. Yeah. Kind of yeah. Thing. And then when they died well, well, when but, the youngest person died, I forgot his name. Yeah. Um he was like 18 trial. years old. Yeah. And everyone no, was No, he
1: was like 3. No, he was no, he 18.
0: Wasn't, he was 18. Oh. Yeah, 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 but everyone was crying because it was like it felt like that their last hope because no one else was gonna ever be younger than him at least they thought at the time and so um actually i'd like to shine light on this quote by um bbc culture i guess um they said the film's infertility pan- pandemic is the one concept that doesn't resonate with our current anxieties and i think that's um exactly what zoe was saying there because we would not imagine it and i was also saying that in the um in the beginning the introduction that i would yeah. really never imagine that happening yeah
1: like this isn't something that we worry about yeah. like usually like films and like literature they try to play off of like our fears that are already instilled in us Yeah. like the government or something yeah but they played on this like concept that we can't even like comprehend
2: but or, it's like, the thing is it's also possible yeah
1: that's the thing like we can't comprehend it but it's scary because it isn't like that it's not like supernatural. Yeah. Like yeah. it's something that it's not like super far fetched. Like it isn't like an explosion happened from like an alien. No. It's like people just can't have children.
0: Yeah.
1: And oh. it seems so much like smaller than it is.
0: Yeah. I think the performances were really good again. Yes. Children of men. Yeah. I mean, um what was the main actor's name?
2: Um. Was his name like
1: Something Owen Oh, are you talking about
2: the main characters? Like,
0: the name of the movie? The
1: actor? No, like, the the
0: actor Clive Owen.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, he really did a good job of um, acting out a person who used to fight for certain um, freedom, be like a, you know, like a activist, I think. I thought that was an interesting uh,
2: character trait that he had, that he was, uh, that he had this weird background Mm -hmm. and it kind of fit in with people would protest even before but he protested before the uh, the infertility
0: yeah yeah, so he so what happened I think the film was trying to show I think Alfonso was trying to show is that um, he was affected by the death of his son so much where he got into a drinking uh, habit and he started smoking a lot and so he kind of broke away from he went to a riot yeah, he went to basically yeah, like he went to a low point in his life, and then when he discovered oh, I, like I can save humanity, he really like stepped up, and I think that was a really good performance, like being able to portray someone who would do that in real life, and, and because could, he, like, and miss- because of
2: his activist background, it's not like out of his character, mm-hmm. it's not just like this some random. That's a lot of that's a that's a problem with a lot of these movies. Is they'll just have this random person with like no background, mm-hmm. and they just and they're just like, oh, well, he can be a, a this great hero, like hero. savior yeah. guy. Also,
1: the thing, it wasn't even like he was like fighting a bunch of people, yeah. like he was just trying to keep this girl safe. Like, he wasn't like using some crazy martial martial arts skills or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, he's
0: just an ordinary guy with, I, I guess, who's so been through a lot. I mean, and he cares about you know, stepping up. Yeah.
2: About what's wrong, mm-hmm. and I, that showed. I I really enjoyed that. I think my favorite part of the movie was Michael Caine, uh, as the uh, his his friend. I forgot what his name was in the movie though. Um, if you remember, Jasper. Oh. Is that what you're talking about? Or um, the the old, the uh, old yeah the old guy, guy yeah. Ja- Jasper. Yeah, Jasper. Yeah. yeah yeah. I I thought it was cool that Michael Caine had hair. because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's not really like him.
0: <laughs> but but well,
2: I like Michael Kane, and I'm glad that he was i'm i I was surprised to see him in the movie, <gasps> really,
0: mm.
2: and also kind of weird that he was just like this huge like marijuana <laughs> uh,
1: dude grower. oh my goodness, when Michael killed his wife i is this supposed to be initial thoughts? Can we just like
2: no we're we're diving into we're it. diving, into, diving into okay.
1: kind of, um. Okay when like the people came to get michael and sorry not michael jasper i like literally only think <laughs> of him as michael but um <laughs> True. but um when Theo's like escaping with the woman and her child and then like the bad people come and try to like kill all of them they're looking for her um and michael's like yeah i have to stay We, like, originally think, oh, it's because, like, he's going to be a distraction or whatever. Mm -hmm. Because he had, like, a chance to escape. Like, he could have escaped. Like, we're probably like, oh, he's just sacrificing himself for them. But then you realize it's because, like, he couldn't leave his wife. Mm -hmm. Oh, my heart. And he, like, killed her because, of course, like, he didn't want them to kill her. And he didn't want it to, like, be painful.
0: Well, yeah, also, but you got to mention that so I to, this, I haven't seen the movie that his wife was in a deprived state. Is that yeah, me? like yeah. he, yeah. Um,
1: she was like in a vegetative state, Be- I think vegetative. that's what it's called. But so she wouldn't, she would just like hold them back. So it wouldn't make sense for him to bring her. Yeah. Th- like the situation would have like kept him alive as if he had left her and just went with them. Right. But um, <laughs> yeah, he gave her like the like poison thing and then she died. And mm-hmm.
2: He a, died. It was an Ooh, <laughs> I got I got really upset when he died. Because they shot they shot him three times. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that because it's just every shot. I was like, mad. No.
0: Yeah, like, I no. was actually pissed.
1: No. Well, yeah, <laughs> but it's supposed to make you mad. Because he right. did not deserve to die. Yeah. And it makes the people who, like, shot him even worse. Sure. Because, like, when you figure out they betrayed them, you're like, oh, they, like, betrayed him. Like, oh, well, like, they're bad people. But, like, you don't really understand how, like
0: yeah i didn't really understand the bad people's like point of view like what were they why do they need the lady were they trying to like make money and like sell i don't know like what was the point of their view well
1: there's power with obtaining the only thing that's gonna save the world
2: well how how was she gonna save the world
1: she has she's fertile she can produce a child but
0: Yeah. yeah just one yeah, it's like Adam and Eve. Like, well, yeah, sort of... but
1: also like you can do research into that. Like, oh, wow. yeah, yeah, sure. like the
0: doctors could have been like, oh, I see what makes her body different from the others, and then you can change it to other young women across the world, and then people could start having babies again, and then bam, I mean the population Or like would be
1: like hand men and stale, like, you love, and,
0: and like,
2: and it's I you're... I like the idea of this movie because it's like a lot of people, um, you know, in our time at least they don't they're scared of commitment and they're scared of having children yeah and stuff like that you know and then it's weird to see when that's taken away the thought of have even having children is taken away like what the world turns into
1: yeah that's crazy because i'm always like telling everyone like nah dude i'm not having kids but like i i don't know what that would like feel like
2: yeah when you just there, there just could be no more children yeah
0: in general then It makes people so desperate to have children, like yeah. dang, like I want like we need kids, and I think one, <laughs> one of the scenes that was really... that's what the, that's
2: what the guys are saying to the yeah. guys we need we need to try to have kids yeah, for
1: the sake of the world
0: for the for the world yeah, like,
1: yeah obviously I'm not
0: being selfish here
1: but
0: yeah. that, as I was saying is um one of my favorite scenes in Char the Man was when they went to go hide out at the school, right, and i I realized like why that school was so like. Old and dusty, and like the, t- the playground was all like because no one was having kids, right? And I like throughout the movie, I realized that, right? Mm-hmm. And so I thought that was really interesting how they were able to kind of take you to that state. Like, imagine you would oh, never yeah, hear the like, yeah. world building, flying. like yeah. that's exactly.
1: Like, and like, when you're structuring like a movie or a novel, your world really has to have no holes. And like For it sure, yeah. it really has to like put you into the setting like when the person watches the movie, it has to like be like realistic, and that was they a very nice feel. touch too, yeah. just to like add it in there
2: yeah it's 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 just a little thing that they added in
1: it's weird because we really forget how much like joy little kids bring mm-hmm. like I don't love kids, but I also love kids, you know yeah, mm-hmm. like they're the they're the, Developing, and they're the future, and they have all these crazy things in their head that they're not afraid to say. Yeah. Agreed. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I thought it was crazy when uh, the guy, Luke, um, I've, he was uh, he was driving them, Julian and Theo, uh, yeah. and mm-hmm. the, the lady and uh, the pregnant woman, Key, yeah. and he just shot the cops, and I was like... What is going on? <laughs> and Julian got shot, too. Yeah. I yeah, mean, but that I'm was, like, saying, the whole it, plan. Well, like, right, right. But it just... It, it threw me for a loop. I'm going to be honest. It surprised <laughs> me. And, like, when it happened, I, I let out a couple profanities. <laughs> <laughs> in just sheer shock. Yeah.
0: And I really genuinely think that... Um, uh, Clive Owen... Yeah, Clive Owen, yeah, right? Yeah, Yeah, I... Like, I was... The actor I really generally think that he really loved Julian right Dylan I guess it was Theo sorry yeah Theo um but yeah like Theo He really loved like yeah. his character and I was like dang because I thought they were gonna get back together It was like you know even though that's cliche, wait wait I what are you saying
1: I thought you said like you could tell that Clive Owen loved Theo but Clive plays no, I mean, no, Theo no I meant
0: to say Clive oh I meant to say Theo at first but I said oh. Clive Owen Loves Julian, which is the one they got shot.
1: Okay, so Theo loves. Yeah. Yeah. That okay. I, back to the y'all. Remember in the first episode, I was like, "Hey guys, I'm warning you. I am kind of cynical, and I'm in no way romantic. So y'all are gonna hate me." I hated that relationship (laughs) because I thought it was so cheesy. Like that's my only critique of this movie. I guess it's just me. Like I feel like everyone else was like. My goodness, that's so beautiful. And like, wow, they're like in love, and they're getting one together. I was so happy when she died because, oh like, I know, I know, I know, I'm the worst. But it was like so annoying. Like when they were like playing that like game with like the beautiful. like ball, it was like. Yeah. Ew, like I don't <laughs> care. I really do not why care. Why are
0: you doing this right now? Like why are you
1: doing this? Like do you know the state that you're in? People
0: um, are going to stop listening to you Zoe, just cuz yeah. of your opinion. Sorry. Wow. Sorry. Shame, That's shame. me. Y'all
1: were learned to like I didn't her. like
2: Julian either though.
1: Okay, exactly.
2: She, Thank you. She she was I just, she was so questionable. She just she didn't like Theo was just walked in. She be, she begged. She like captured him come and talk to her and then he was, she was just like oh bye, bye t- put a hood back on him and carried him out and I was like you were married to him what did he do what has he done <laughs> he has done nothing yeah. except been sad and you have to treat him like this Julian yeah. Exactly. so even though I was surprised that she was shot did I feel bad no. yeah so
0: um shall we get into Roma next oh
1: my goodness I don't even know if I'm ready
0: <laughs> um yeah let's just go into our initial thoughts are you done with
1: do you guys have any final thoughts about children of men let's close this out um so my favorite scene of children of men i don't think i've mentioned it is when they were walking through and then the woman starts singing
2: Mm yeah yeah
1: it was so good and like i'm not a really emotional person when i'm watching movies so like that was incredible to me because like every it was almost like everything stopped and it makes so much sense like mm. it's when i'm going back to like world building like you really feel like you're in the world because it makes so much sense for that to happen in a yeah. world like this and i
2: love that that's what alfonso wanted to do he wanted yeah. to put you in the world with the cinematography and He's
1: so good at world building. Yeah,
2: ex and absolutely.
1: We'll we'll talk we'll talk about <laughs> it. Right. My favorite Soon. my
2: favorite scene in children of men was right before the chaos of the that that one group that had Luke was before the chaos started of the cops and Luke mm-hmm. and Luke's group shooting each other and uh, the one of the other guys that I think shot Julian earlier in the movie or sh- he tried to chase down the car that Theo and Key. And the other lady were in. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and he, like, he does this very specific pose, and then he executes that guy. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah, he, like, bows or something. Yeah,
2: and I I was just... The, that whole part, and it was right before everything went to complete chaos. Yeah. and I, I just thought it was a beautiful scene, even though yeah. the guy died, but,
0: like... Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, I thought it was great.
0: Actually, you know, um, my favorite scene was the same as you, Zoe, because when you were... Um, mm-hmm. When you were describing how everyone just kind of stopped, and that... The battle, like, you would not hear any more gunfire. Everyone, like, um, the government was, the government and soldiers were, um, they stopped shooting. And, like, people were,
1: like, and you could, like, people were, like, singing and everything was quiet. And then you'd just hear, like, one person go, because they no. were, like, killed. Yeah. It was it was a good scene. It was a really, was, good, was scene. A really good scene. Yeah, that really good. But,
2: yeah. Okay, um, I guess we can just go to Roma now.
1: Speaking of another Alfonso Cuaron movie, oh,
2: speaking of which,
1: speaking of this is one so, of my favorite movies in the entire room,
2: Roma. What what can I say about Roma? What
1: can we say?
2: What about? can you not say? That what, that's that's true. <laughs>
1: Actually, I'll fight you, Amanu, because yeah. I told. Mm, I have some choice words for Amanu, because while he was watching this movie in the beginning, he didn't like it.
2: He st- He stopped watching know. it like. Half an hour in,
1: I was like, "Are you insane?"
2: Okay,
0: to to clarify, I stopped watching it like an hour in. No, no you didn't. No.
1: Okay, like when, fifty minutes. You okay. stopped like at fifty yeah, minutes. Yeah,
0: fifty minutes. It was like but it's minutes.
1: such a long movie. Are you crazy?
0: I mean, like the first fifty minutes, for me, was like, "What am I watching?" And then the last, Ugh. the last hour, sorry. you're
1: watching art. The Excuse last, <laughs> the
0: last hour and a half was like jeez, this is really trying to a me. Well, right.
2: I feel like if you just looked at the first part of Roma as the last half part of Roma, you realize that there's not really much of a difference, yeah. except it's
0: closing out everything it was building up. I'm glad that you're suggesting that, because I will be watching the movie again some point down the line, and I'm going to remember what I thought of at the end and not what I thought of in the beginning. See, I think the problem that Amanu had...
2: And that many other people who just kind of watch movies, just the, the average moviegoer, when you, you're going to watch this movie and you're going to be kind of confused because it's not like any other movie you've ever seen before.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's the why it's so important for Moni to be on this show is because as people who are so into movies and are probably going to base their careers off of movies it's we like look at movies differently which yeah. is why it's so good for Armani to be here because he just likes movies and watches them when he pleases. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I just add like a casual audience perspective you he's, know and yeah, we yeah, definitely need cautious. that.
1: Yeah. We definitely need that. So
2: Roma, I uh, for my initial thought on this movie, I did not want to see it. I You're I welcome, I, guys. I watched I watched the trailer for Roma and I was like ugh. This, because I, I'm i I'm kind of, I'm, I mean, I like great movies, but I do have my own kind of genre I like to watch, and sometimes it's just like a really, really good thriller or action movie. And I saw this drama about a maid, and I was like, ugh, this isn't, this is going to be boring for me to watch. I'm not going to enjoy it that much. But Zoe insisted that I watch it, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I'll give it a I shot. I've
1: bothered him for, like, the entire year. Yes. Like, since it came out.
2: And I was like, okay, fine, I'll watch it. And I watched it, and this is one of my favorite movies I have ever watched, period.
1: So, wow. period, period. Oh,
0: um, yeah, sorry, I can't say this name for myself. But um, <laughs> the initial thought that I had on this movie was, I was actually more interested in, like, opposite kind of, of Jack, because when I saw that, I was in Spanish, and, like, black and white, and then, um, uh, the maid, like, I was, like, this could really, like... I I want to see this and see what it's about, right? And so, I don't really read descriptions of movies before I watch them because I want to, like, find out and then yeah. kind of... like I'll read it, like, afterwards and sure. be like, okay, that makes sense. But, um, yeah, so that's... I think that's one of the reasons why it felt so off for me in the beginning part of the movie because nothing was really happening in terms of the plot, in a way. You just kind of get, like, the setting and the background. I, I, can but I think that's really... Yeah, that's really important, though, because... The first fifty minutes of the movie, I felt like I was in the seventies in Mexico, and like I could really see the different contrast between the rich life and the poor life, and that was um, interesting to me. Oh. I think the
1: relationship between Cleo, Cleo, and the family. Cleo's is the maid. So good, yeah, played by um, Yelitsa, who is an amazing actress mm-hmm. by the way so, so incredible um i hope to see her in so many more things
2: oh so we, i i want to say for the people watching roma is about a maid who just takes care is taking care of this family with another uh with another maid who's like i forgot her name but and that's really that's really the whole plot it's just cleo's a, a year a year of cleo's life and it doesn't sound interesting at first but i think any person it fe- you'll watch it and you'll realize that it is so close to real life mm-hmm. and everything about it is just you feel you're you feel like you're in the 1970s he put alfonso we talked about in children men he puts you into the movie he puts you into the setting he brings you in and in this one he didn't have to put you directly in it like feel like you're watching them, or you're walking with them, and stuff like that, it just captivated you. It really does. It brings you into it the really movie. Is. Every single scene is... It, you're just like, wow, this is the 1970s. Yeah. There's no doubt of it. You can, There could be 100, 200 people in the scene, and they're all doing amazing acting.
1: Oh, yeah. And it's the it's exercise. not even... And
2: the thing is, it's not acting... They, they're not even trying to act, because it, they're just being normal. The, the movie is about people. It is about... Humans and our relationships, and mm. it's real. It is. It's, so... it's like somebody went back. It's like Alfonso went back in the nineteen seventies and followed this maid around.
1: And yeah. the thing that's is, really what illegal, I, w- I was telling Jack about this, but every single second of the movie. I could, like, feel my heart beating. And, like, I felt like I wasn't breathing. And I had no idea why. Because it's, like, that anticipation that you get in, like, an action movie. I'm like, why am I feeling this way? Like, nothing's even happening. But it's, like, everything was happening.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: the thing is, you could, like, go into the movie, pick out an extra that was, like, just around. And yeah. it feels like they have their own story. Yeah, and it feels yes. like if you, like, switched to them and were watching them, that it would be just as impactful
0: okay, as, absolutely. like,
1: Cleo's story. And it feels like everyone was just so real. And it was incredible. And you know that they're extras, because this is a set. Yes. Like, they're all dressed in, like, 70s clothes, which means, like, all of them are extras. So it isn't just, like, normal people living their, like, right. day-to-day lives. It's everyone acting perfectly mm-hmm. it's, it was incredible it was absolutely incredible
0: agree and i think that the it was even more incredible when you kind of found out like the budget that alfonso is working with because 15 million 15 million, so
1: 15 million which compared to like infinity war it
0: was like what 200 like 300,
2: 300 million, three hundred million dollars million.
1: yeah absolutely insane yeah and like when i was watching the movie i was like wow this like movie budget must be huge
2: right because
1: mm-hmm. like just because of the quality of the movie mm-hmm. but it's 15 million which is such a crazy like concept yeah and also um just a disclaimer unlike the rest of the movies we've um uh like rated this one is for mature audiences so if you are young Um, ask your parents' permission
2: before you watch it. Yeah, or watch it. Or or watch it with them. I
1: was told to put that in there. I would definitely...
2: (laughs) I would recommend it, even though it's R-rated, and there are some... There is, like, some nude content. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot... There's not a ton of violence in it. There's a little bit, but there's not... Majority is is not a lot of violence. So, I mean, it's not completely... inappropriate for children, but yeah, they should watch it with a parent, and I think everyone should watch this movie. Yeah, it's mm-hmm.
1: so good. Yeah. Um. Also, the... Oh my goodness, I don't even know how we're gonna talk about this, but the cinematography of this movie yeah. is absolutely breathtaking. You can pick out
2: a scene. You can pick out any scene in this movie. I watched this movie scene by scene. I mean, even though that's how movies work. But <laughs> yeah. I really watched the movie scene by scene, because it was like, you, you were put into the scene every single time. Every,
1: like, since the... like as soon as you can like see anything yeah. yeah as soon as the movie starts it's beautiful yeah yes and it's it was absolutely incredible and doctor one of the one of the people who watch our podcast asked me to explain what rule of thirds mean because i mentioned it in our, our first, first episode yeah. but basically it's when The scene or the picture that's on the screen is divided up into three sections. And you can, like, see the sections not perfectly defined, but it's just there. So if you guys were wondering if I use that term a lot.
0: that's You know, um I really like what you guys are saying about the movie. I really feel like the cinematography was really great. Like, it was visibly appealing for me in so many ways. Um, and I think that the performance of um, Cleo was even greater because the way that um, the way that she was able to be this maid and who's loved by the people that she helps, and she experiences, uh, I'm not gonna spoil anything, but she experience some experiences something and then she is able to kind of learn from it she kind of grows in that way and i think that was like a really big part of roma in my opinion and um it really like it's just it, it's just all like in the end it was all good
1: the ending of the movie is incredible it's iconic Oh yes.
2: um,
1: yeah.
0: absolutely
1: it's gonna be remembered forever I know. and
2: i really hope this brings uh more directors into this realistic depiction <laughs> of
1: like life of
2: of life it's a life movie
1: humans love other humans like we love we're social creatures we love each other whether we want to say it or not like humans love each other and like seeing love on screen and like just seeing human interaction and when it's so real it's so appealing to viewers yeah. and i feel like hollywood or like people try to like dress up that like movies have to be all of this glitz and glam and glo- and gore yeah, for it to be for good. Sure.
0: Yeah,
1: When I feel like this movie executed just human interaction perfectly.
0: Actually, you know what? I kind of feel like it was a documentary just without the narration and like you would follow like a maid from Mexico, like in the 1970s. Yeah. That, that's what I kind of feel like a documentary with really good camera work, really good cinematography, really good performance, like from. I don't know, it just kind of felt like, like in the way that, of the realistic sense, it felt like a documentary. Like, everyone was just acting normal. And I gotta give credit to Alfonso for really de- directing that well.
2: I The the thing about this movie that is so... There's, like I said, I love this movie. Mm-hmm. But the thing about this movie is the score... There's not a lot of music in the movie. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot. And, you know, some people... And, you know, sometimes you don't even... When you're listening to a movie or watching a movie, you don't realize that there's music in the background. Yeah. But it can sometimes add to it. It can add, like, the intensity to the situation. Mm -hmm. And with this movie, it does such a good job with the acting and the cinematography that... It You can still get those emotions perfectly. Yeah, it
1: didn't rely on That's the score. It didn't, it didn't
2: rely on the score. And it, did, it didn't need one, but it did have, like, when it did play the music... If the music was played, it was because something was in the background was playing it. Yeah. Like, it, it was Like, just when
1: it was, like, on the street and all yeah. Of that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Jack, you also mentioned to me that you really don't really need to hear the movie to watch it. You can yeah. really understand the plot of the movie without hearing it. And I think that was really interesting because compared to our first episode when we were doing um, The Quiet Place, you kind of, like... It was kind of the same way, but hearing was very important for that because you needed to know when they made a sound, that type of thing. So I think in contrast to that movie, um, I think that was just a really good point that you mentioned, and I think a lot of the new movie watchers, hopefully after this podcast, um, will kind of, like, experience that, too. Yeah, you can yeah. just turn off the volume That's in the movie.
1: Also, I'm... What I was gonna say is that if you turned off the subtitles to this movie, of course there's some like key plot elements that you I feel like you need to know sure. what they're like saying but also if you turn off the subtitles of this movie you would still enjoy it yeah them. and you'd
2: understand I feel like you still understand it even without yeah. the key subtitles yeah. Because um, again, uh, the what's the actress's name that plays Cléo? She is so good so at with good. her facial expressions, <laughs> and you can tell like. I if, wish you guys
1: she, could see me right now. I'm bowing down. Yes,
2: if you're in the back, like if she's in the background or she's just like on the side, and you look at her while there's something else going on in the scene, you you see her reaction, and a lot of the times with the with this movie, there's a lot of uncertainty with Cléo.
0: Mm-hmm. and yeah. she's
2: and you can you can see it in her face like you can you can see her emotions perfectly in her face and you can you can tell what she's thinking yeah and that and you don't and you don't need volume this movie doesn't need anything you could
1: it. tell how much you could tell how much she absolutely loves this family yes. and you could tell how much they absolutely love her yeah. when i was going into this movie i was so scared that it was going to be like the classic story of like abuse or something where Mm -hmm. like the family is like abusing the help or something like that or like some racial difference that was gonna make the family like abusive towards her and the fact and as soon as the scene came up where Cleo sat down and watched the movie with them and one of the children like wrapped their arms around her. I, yeah. I knew that I was gonna be obsessed with this movie because it's like putting out the relationship way early so they so that we know that this is a story that focuses on love between yes all of these people in
2: the film okay. and the in the dial and the children again great acting it's
1: oh my goodness that little boy with like the blonde hair who who was pretty much the main child honestly i think it was the youngest one probably
2: the closest one with cleo too yeah
1: oh my goodness he was so precious and i don't feel that way about a lot of children guys
2: she does not like children
1: (laughs) precisely
2: and anything happy
1: (laughs) that too um but yeah, I I loved him so much. He was so cute.
2: What what were you guys' favorite scenes? I mean, oh, uh,
1: are uh, when, you kidding? When
2: Amanu was watching the movie, um, every time we were watching it, I, I, almost every scene, I was like, "This is my favorite scene." Yeah, <laughs> I remember you being. I love the scene. Oh uh, yeah, this is
1: my favorite scene. Um, <laughs> I the second time I watched this movie, I like found myself like. <laughs> having memorized every single scene of it and also yeah. like memorizing like the dialogue of it like when Amanu was coming back to watch it I would like say the things <laughs> yeah. that yeah. they said before it even happened cause yeah. I've like been so immersed in this movie uh, I don't even know how to choose my favorite scene but one of the scenes that I absolutely love is when um they go to like this estate they're like families oh yeah like extended family's estate Mm. and um two scenes two scenes actually from that one where like the fire happens and Mm -hmm. then like the like figure that for like the holidays or whatever like the one who's dressed up in a costume Starts starts singing i love that scene um it's like when he's scene. walking up, it's so gorgeous. And also when Cléo like takes a deep breath of air when the children are like playing in the fields, because it reminded her of her village.
2: Yeah, my my favorite scene was Professor Zovek. I mean, you'll when you watch it, you'll know who he is. Mm-hmm. It, like you don't really know a lot about him, but when when he actually comes up, he is great. And mm-hmm. there's a scene where he's. Just a beautiful scene where he put raises his arms and he wants all these martial art people he's training to do this pose, mm-hmm. and he's like, it's very difficult with your eyes closed, and every and there, all these people are trying to do it and they can't do it, and Cléo isn't even part of the martial arts thing, and she does it perfectly, and that just that just showing that, it tells you so much about this character, and it it's a really good way to show something. Without saying anything about well, it
1: exactly, and it isn't like cheesy to no. the point where like she like she jumps up and's like, "Oh, let me try it's like everyone is trying it like yeah. it, the other villagers are trying it, and it it was it was just perfectly done. You have to see it to understand <laughs> yeah. what we're trying to say. My
0: favorite scene was um actually when they went on the they went to the beach on their trip, right, and so um the mother has to go away and do something, but she tells. To the kids to not go too far because Cleo can't swim, right? Mm-hmm. And so, Cleo basically um, has to save them because they didn't listen and they go out way too far. The current um, drives them away, and then it's kind of like it's um it's really in- intense without noise, right? And I think that the way that the camera worked um, followed her, and you couldn't see what's going on to the kids. But the way that she was able to um, save them, get them together, yeah. kind of took, it took a, a good amount of time. But they came back, and then they had a nice moment of, like, emotion. And she was yes. expressing, oh, I didn't... She, Don't well, spoil no, anything. Actually, I'm not going to mention that part. But um, it was just very emotional and intense without noise. And I think that was, like, really key for me because sometimes I go through my life not hearing any noise and I just want to and it takes me apart from everyone like mm-hmm. as a person it kind of makes me feel like oh I'm like like not with everyone like detached and mm-hmm. in the movie like without that noise like it kind of like felt the same way and I really really enjoyed that so I guess
2: after all that we should do our final review or like score yeah. of what we oh think movie God. is okay
1: so I love Alfonso he's like by I, At this point, he's definitely one of my favorite di- directors when it comes to world building. Um, so I love him. Children of Men, I would give like nine children out of ten men. Hmm, I wow. feel like that's a good <laughs> score. And for Roma,
0: hmm,
1: how are we going to score Roma? Um,
0: how many maids out of this many families, I guess? I don't know. Yeah, don't know. that, that could work. That, that could work. work. Sure. Okay
1: i'll give wow i this will
0: be
1: hmm, i don't even know if i should say it um guys this will probably be my only perfect score you will ever hear on this podcast ever most likely but for roma i will i'd give it 10 maids out of 10 10 10 families uh, yeah
0: well, that's a really good score. It's yeah, it's so sure. insane. Yeah.
1: It's such a good movie and I completely recommend watching
2: so, it. So Children of Men, I thought it was an alright movie. I enjoyed it the whole way through. There was never there were not a bunch of parts where I was just like, this is silly or this is ridiculous. But for me, it was just not the my the greatest movie I've ever seen. Yeah. So I would probably just give it a solid I want I'm indifferent between a seven or an eight, or seventy so or eighty children, like s- in, uh, uh, out of a hundred. Seven
1: point
2: five children. Uh, yeah, it's seven point five.
1: Children
2: out of ten. 10 men. men. Yeah, That's That's actually
0: no bad. And well,
2: for Roma, so, sorry. Oh yeah, no.
0: actually no, sorry. No, no, actually go ahead, go ahead.
2: And for Roma, I hundred percent agree. It was Zoe. I'm so surprised that I loved this movie, and I love this movie, and it is I it's just i've never seen a movie like this and i highly recommend any person would watch it so i'm going to give it 10 maids out of 10 families
1: i feel like it opened the door for movies like
2: this absolutely and i
1: hope that like people who don't usually watch movies like this or people who are not like as into film as maybe like we are or like other people are i hope that this opens their like horizons to watching even more films that people usually don't
0: Hundred percent agree. Um, so my review on Children of Men, um, will probably be the higher review. Um, but I would give Children of Men like nine point two children out of ten men, and I w- that's just because I, like, I'm used to movies like Children of Men, but it was just done very different in like like I've never seen a movie like it, yeah. and I kind of like it. with MoMA, like it was with Alfonso, like he really made me watch two movies that I've never seen before, kind of, and so I thought that was really interesting to me, and I really enjoyed um, Children for Men, and then for Roma... He's constantly innovating. Yeah, Alfonso. Yes, exactly. Innovative is the word. Innovative is the perfect word, but um, for Roma, I would give it... Nine maids out of ten families, and I think that's pretty reasonable, considering yeah, the yes. fact that I didn't like it for like the first fifty minutes, and then yeah. after that, I really enjoyed I it. I
1: will. The uh, I still have opinions on that.
0: <laughs> but yeah. it's fine. Me too. I me won't too. judge we're, we're... you
1: for it.
0: You know the haters are coming for me, but
1: it's fine. It's all they good. they they'll hate me for me being super cynical, and yeah. then they'll hate you for being an idiot. <laughs> 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 wow,
0: wow. Well, um, thank you guys for listening to our episode. Stay tuned for more. We're coming out with some new things. So thank you very much. Bye, guys. Bye.
1: I love you.